Ah, the great load restrainer himself, mm. uh, Mark Stevens, is here. Steve, how yeah, are you? Michael, we're not far away now. Two days before the footy it. starts. You can. You'll be there as a Tiger man. Absolutely. In, you'd be at the presidential dinner, wouldn't you? No, no, no. <laughs> just out with the, uh, the 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 great public. Yeah, it's exciting, isn't it? What's I, the crowd we're looking at? Eighty-five. Eighty-five to ninety. It'll depend Jeez. on how many of the MCC members turn up. Probably you go a bit under what you think. So. Probably around 83, I reckon, but that's uh, that's not bad, is it, for round one? It's basically a sellout, and then we'll probably... Geelong, Collingwood will be around the same. Melbourne Bulldogs, maybe 60, and then I reckon Hawthorne Essendon, they've, they've got a uh, reunion of the 83 Hawthorne side, the premiership side. Bit of 80s rock that day, too, so I think that'll be 60. So we're talking Lethal Lee... Terry uh, Wallace. Terry Wallace. Um, Bacchanara... Yep, that in it. Chris Mew. Chris Mew. One of the great rhyming slangs. It is. I was just thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. <laughs> I didn't have a Chris Mew over the weekend. Did you have a big we weekend? A no, no. No Chris Mew action, but uh, <laughs> uh, it's good to get away down to, uh, down the peninsula. And as I said, we got gate crashed by a hen's party, which was extraordinary. Cheek. Uh, Wind the clock back. That's something that you would have loved in your younger years. So what, yeah, we were sitting back, there? just a little bit of music, some lights flashing. They had some solar lights at the place we rented out. And, and the maid of honour, is it matron of honour or maid of honour? Maid of honour. She had a sash on and a bright dress and she walked over for a chat, sat down, we gave her a champagne and then within 10 minutes we had the whole uh, hens party there, probably 15 girls. So they were from Whittlesea. So uh, renting a place uh, for the night. So there was a fair bit of action out on the deck. There was only four of us and about 15 of them. So uh, so <laughs> that's unbelievable, Steve. Yeah, it was a bit happening. Yeah, there you go. So uh, hey, you've um, you got to roll with these things. So well, it, was a, it was a big day. I'm sure. Just as what your vodka cruisers would have got to work out. I was on the, the Kraken, actually. The, the what? <laughs> <laughs> the owl's onto this, too. It's this black spiced rum. Uh, it crackens that octopus, you know, a mythical octopus. Is it? Yeah. So I've no, never heard bit, of it. Mix it with dry or whatever you want, really. Yeah. So it's a way to go. Spice rum. Sailor Jerry's a good one as <laughs> okay. well. Captain Morgan? Yeah, that's sort of the lower end. The cracking sort of the rum. <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff. Anyway. Um, let's get into some of the latest AFL news. I was interested listening to Dimmer last night on AFL 360 and... I thought on the couch I watched a little bit of um, uh, Scotty talking about the uh, the defence for the cats and everything. It was it's great to have these footy shows back up and running again. But then I want to get we'll go through our predictions for twenty twenty three. But where do you want to start off with the news? We'll start off with the news. Obviously, Carlton two debutants, so it's pure footy at this time of year. It's great to see a couple of first gamers on such a big stage. So Ollie Holland's uh, from Albury Wodonga. Murray Bush Rangers from up on the Murray there. So he was pick 11 and Lockie Cowan pick 30 for the Tassie Devils. So their first two draft picks, Carlton, straight into the furnace, Michael, mm. in, in round one. So they've obviously drafted well there. So they're, they've, they're ready to go. It's interesting that Aaron Cadman, who uh, the number one pick in the draft, was hyped as a Jeremy Cameron type of player and GWS were desperate to get him. No, he's not ready to go. So he'll just start in the twos. So just shows you the different uh, levels that people develop at. You'd think a number one uh, player as hyped as Cadman would be straight in in round one, but they're, they're just taking their time. Obviously, he's a taller type player. It's a big stage if you're not ready to go, though, isn't it? Yeah, so these uh, these other two, one's from Tassie, as I mentioned, uh, Cowan's from Tassie. So that that's a great story to see a Tassie player straight in. Lewis Young signed a three-year extension at Carlton, so they're up and about. But I thought last night, obviously, the attack on Clarko's back on. 
Yep. Um, obviously, an old colleague of mine, or a, not an old colleague, but a, a veteran colleague, you could say, Caroline Wilson. She, she's going pretty hard at Clarko uh, at the moment, no doubt, with the way that he's handled the this, the clash with the the journal Elizabeth Moss from uh, Channel Nine, and also, as we mentioned at the time, that pretty lame half yep. apology with Tim Watson at Channel Seven. Now. She's obviously working at Nine, and uh, she's saying that Nine have put in another um, a complaint post that interview. They're, they're still not happy with Alistair Clarkson. After his interview on Seven, saying yes. that it was just a... Well, he said, I'd probably do it again. I can't rule out not doing it again. It's something I have to deal with, and I'll always defend my own. So he didn't really apologise. So that's simmering away. Caro versus Clarko. So North aren't used to these headlines. Clarko's, of course, still in the headlines for other reasons with the Hawthorne investigation. Which has just gone radio silent. Yeah, and that could be uh, another six months, six or eight months now. I'm not sure why it's taking so long. It's messy. Um, I still believe Clarko hasn't even been involved in that side of it yet. And you've got a new CEO, Jen Watt, at the, the Kangas. And, yeah, it's a pretty tough gig to uh, keep Clarko in check. Uh, Clark goes way of the highway normally, so he's, well, that's how he runs his ship. He does. So, is look, it going to have any effect of the for them on field? I don't think so. Will it? Well, we'll soon find out. I think this is. I think it's a dollar ninety each of two. I love saying that at uh, the tab um, for the weekend. So North and West Coast on Sunday. It is. Um, I'm on North just because of Clarko's first game. I don't think it will have an impact at all. I think you'll get the players fired up. West Coast are pretty average. Here in Melbourne, they'll have their fans. You'd think they'd get over the line. I've heard you also declaring um, the Saints have got no hope in round one. Well, I've just... Look, I think they've got a slight chance, only because it's Ross Lyon's first game. He'll thrive on the fact that all this doom and gloom around the injuries, it's set up for Ross Lyon to sort of cook something special up. I think they'll go very defensive. It'll be a slow sort of style match to try and limit the damage because they, basically they haven't got a forward line. So I don't think they'll win, but I think it'll be closer than you think. They've got about eight injuries already, and they've got no tall forwards at the moment with King and Membry out. So they're going to have to construct something, uh, maybe even a Zane Cordy, uh, the former Bulldog playing forward. So that's going to be a challenge uh, for them. 260, um, Freo at yeah. 50. Well, you'd think Freo would get up, but it just, I think whenever Ross Lyon's involved, I, I just think he's a great coach for Ross. So he'll come up with a tactic, and he'll use this. They're all against us. No one rates us. Um, I think to his advantage. You up and about about the Tigers, I think with Dustin Martin forward, the new look midfield, they're looking pretty good. My one concern, I think, if you're a Tiger fan, is Jack Rewald. I know he's been a sensational player, but nobody can do it forever. He's sort of, uh, he's carried a big load over the years. Can he maintain that form? Hasn't really uh, had that form at all over the preseason. He can flick a switch in round one, but I think that's the concern. So Tom Lynch is going to have to have a big year. Well, and Dusty's going down there, so that'll help yep. alleviate that, and that's why they've recruited the the inside mids as well. I think Koch is probably in the same boat as mm. Revolt last season on their way out. If you can pinch hit and get a couple of match-winning games, you know they might even go down the buddy route and not play every game with those guys the way they they are at this stage of their career. Yeah. Are you surprised at the odds though? Richmond's a dollar sixty seven, Carlton two twenty. Yeah, I think that should be a dollar ninety each or two as well. That's a toss of the coin. I think if you look at Carlton's forward setup, uh, no Robbie Tarrant for Richmond is is an important tool. Bolter's gonna have to play defensively, of course, Grimes under pressure. Mm. Like Carlton looked pretty good on paper. 
and they won it last year, yeah. uh, this first game. So I'd have Carlton a slight favourite. So I think their value. And Geelong Collingwood, 155, Geelong Collingwood, 245. Collingwood value again. I think Geelong have got injuries. Obviously, Tom Hawkins unlikely to play. Mitch Duncan's not playing. A cloud over Jeremy Cameron. So Collingwood definitely value because they've got something to prove. After. They should have won that first final against uh, the Cats last year. Not too many injury concerns. Of course, Ginevan out for other reasons. Mm. But uh, that should be tighter as well. And I think the, the overs um, is Melbourne, 152 uh, against the Dogs, 255. <laughs> That'll be a tight game. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just looking at on paper. I think that's a fascinating clash as well. Of course, they played off in a grand final not too long ago. And last year, the, the result, uh, less than a goal. Jamara kicked that long bomb from outside 50. So that should be a ripper. I think the dogs are value there too. I think that should be tighter than that. They're pretty short, Melbourne, aren't they? they are. Melbourne are the much hyped team they, over summer. Someone, you know, when teams become they've been the trashwork stars, they have, but they have really, you know, they did look good against the Tigers, but the Tigers had a few out. So I think we just wait and see. I mean, the Grundy Gorn hype and whatever, but we'll soon find out. Are you ready to um, put your season tips in the vault? Yep, we'll do this. I hope uh, is Phil Tuzel recording this for the promos <laughs> at the end of the year. You there, Phil? <laughs> All right, I'll go from the top. Let's do it. All right, this is after the home and away. Top eight. Top eight. So this yep. is and, after, and home, after and home and away, and then I'll give the premier. So I'm going Geelong, Brisbane, Melbourne, Western Bulldogs. <laughs> top four. Top yep. four doggies. Sydney. Collingwood, Fremantle, and Richmond. So Mikey Vel- scraping in. Yeah, and I've, Mikey Velasaris won't be happy, but I've got Carlton out of the out of the eight, and Howard Cotton, the producer, shaking his head as well. So the Blues just to miss out again. They're getting used to finish ninth. Okay. Um, and think- do you want my premier is Geelong? Yeah, I think they can do it again. Yeah, I uh, have Geelong on top. I've got Richmond second. I think they'll finish top four. Melbourne. I think they're almost a lock for top four. And Brisbane, they're the top four. Then I've got Collingwood. I think Sydney, they'll have to fight hard to come back, but I think they'll play finals. Carlton, and I'm slotting Fremantle in. You're forgetting someone here. Well, you get the dogs. They've topped up. They've brought in Liam Jones. Uh, well, they don't train. We've heard all off-season they don't even run. So. Right. Jeez, that's controversial. <laughs> so, Dogs so, ninth. Dogs ninth. You've got Carlton coming in for the dogs, basically. Yep. Yep, so I've got the same... I've actually got the same eight as last year, which history suggests won't happen. No, there's always but, uh, always a change. Look, when you look at even the Gold Coast, they look value... Like, if you look at the Gold Coast on paper with what they've got, they've got no excuses not to be pushing into the eight either. Look, it might, I think it'll be a tight year, and it'll come down to the fixture you've got. We're so inequitable in footy with the fixture, the double-ups on who you play twice. That'll, that'll have a huge bearing on it. So, you know, I think... So- yeah, Geelong are five fifty favourites, equal favourites with Melbourne. Brisbane seven fifty, Richmond eight dollars. Uh, then you add to ten dollars Carlton and Collingwood. So you'd be backing the Cats at five fifty. Yeah, I think with the home games down at the Cattery, they'll get enough wins, and and they've just got that faith and belief now. I think finals, the monkeys off the back there. So I think slight favourites. So I, I like Melbourne. I don't really believe the hype as much as others. They did go out in straight sets in the finals last year. And you've got to remember, Carlton lost eight of their last ten last year. So I'm not sure where some of the hype is coming. 
as far as the blue baggers, although they do look good on paper. And I reckon Brisbane will finish top two and then flop in the finals. I was, well, I was going to say, I haven't had a good look at the at the draw, but Cats, who always win games, they mm. always bank games, they're 3.30 to be the minor premiership. Brisbane, $7. Melbourne, $7. Brisbane, good value there because they win. They're gonna, they probably won't lose a game at the Gabba. So that's uh, they're playing what ten or eleven up there. Yep. Well, by the time they play Gold Coast there, well, it's yeah eleven games at the Gabba, twelve in Queensland. So they're not going to lose many of those. Um, how about we do the Coleman Medal next? Favorite for the Coleman Medal is Jeremy Cameron at seven dollars with Tom Lynch. Yeah, I think they've both got a bit of an injury question mark on them at their age. So I wouldn't touch either of those. Who's next? Uh, then we got Charlie Curnow, nine dollars. Uh, Harry Mackay, 10. Tom Hawkins, 15. Peter Wright, 2 metre Peter, $17. Taylor Walker, $21. Where's Aaron Norton? Aaron Norton, $26. Let's value. You go with someone outside of the dogs. No, no, but that is value. I, I, I think Charlie Kernow will probably win it, to be honest, and it'll be, he'll have a few days out if he stays fit. That's the thing with these forwards. Tom Hawkins has no chance this year within a limited preparation at $15. So I think Aaron Norton value at 26 if not uh, certainly Charlie Kerno. Um They haven't even got... I can't even see where Dusty is if he's going to play in the forward line. Oh, he was not gonna, you think he could win the comp? No, I'm only staring you up. Um, Baby Fritch, you never know. $41. Okay, he's underdone, probably missed the first game, but he's... A, He's a gun as well. He's going to slot through a lot of goals. He'll have a lot of opportunities. So, But I'll go Charlie Curnow, if fit. I think he's ready to rip the competition apart. I think he's a better player than uh, Harry Mackay, who is his partner in crime. Yeah. There's a, a couple of these clubs where you've got these dual um, figureheads. So yeah. um, I still think you know, Tom Lynch is going to be right up the pointy end if he kicks straight $7. Um, I don't know where you can go for value there. Uh, I think it's the big guns that will play it out. A little bit of a lottery. What about the wooden spoon, Michael? Uh, I I know a few people are tipping Hawthorne. Uh, I'm just thinking North Melbourne. Yeah, I'm thinking North. I've, I've had a think about it. Ben Mackay's out now, injured with a bit of a foot stress injury. They'll probably win week one and then not win too many. Yeah. No, no, I, I don't think he's going to have that big a factor. Um, what's the other one we haven't done? Brownlow? Brownlow, yes, of course. Give me yeah, a Brownlow. I'm going to go. You're not allowed to say anyone from the dogs. Well. <laughs> Please. Brownlow medal, I'm going to go for. Don't say it. Lockie Neal. I know it's boring, but uh, Brisbane, going to win a lot of games of footy. He's up and about. You know, in a good side, there'll be other. Dunkley will take pressure off him, so I think he'll do well. Bont, yeah. Bont will poll well. I've I've actually fallen into Lockie Neal as well. He's an eleven dollar pop. The umpires love him. Mm. The way he plays his game. Um, Paddy Cripps is nine dollars to win it again. Uh, Clayton Oliver ten dollars. Bont and Pelly ten dollars. Uh, then you're out to Lockie Neal, uh, and then you're out to. Uh, Angus Brayshaw, about $15. Christian Petrarca, $17. That's value. That is value, yeah. In a, in a good side, he's, he's uh, cherry ripe to have a good year. All midfielders, of course, in the betting. So it's a weird award now, isn't it, the, the Brownlow? Yeah, I'd like to see a plugger uh, locket type of scenario where the forwards or the backs can get some votes, but they never yeah. do. Not going to happen, is it? So uh, great news on Jamie Carr, isn't it? And just in a, a footy perspective on the concussion, the AFL are putting in... Uh, 
about 25 million a long-term study they're going to employ people full-time to work in the concussion space so the protocol as far as racing is pretty similar the time frame when you can come back i think it's 14 days but i will stand corrected on that um, Obviously, Jamie Carr will be longer than that, so we wait and see. Racing needs to do as much research or yep. maybe even work very closely with the AFL in this area because we've seen in recent times Dwayne Dunn, Michael Walker, and there are other jockeys that have mm. um, had plenty of falls that have had long-term effects. So it's an area where you just can't be too careful. Maybe we should band together on, on this one. Yeah, I, I, I think... The yeah. AFL, or sorry, the the racing industry would do well to dovetail off the back yeah. of the AFL. Well, in in AFL and in Aussie rules in general, it's the cumulative effect. Yep. They say that you might get twenty or thirty little knocks, and that's what actually causes the issues in the end. Racing it would be more like two or three like real car, bad ones. It's like a car crash. Yeah. For a jockey falling, you know, there is no more dangerous job. Um, car racing, yeah, but you've actually got more protection yep. when you're driving cars compared to what jockeys yep. have when they're riding. Yeah. So yeah, there is no other sport like it. So there's a history of CTE and these sort of things with jockeys. Obviously, there's concerns there. But it's just, we're, we're talking a similar well, I don't situation know how much study, scenario. I don't know how much study's been done into retired jockeys and deceased jockeys like what they have been doing in AFL um, with those that have donated their brains for research moving forward. I'm not too sure how far... It's gone in, in racing, but I, I do know that they will be further behind than what's going on in other sports. Yeah, but AFL is obviously more continuous as far as the knocks you get. So mm. racing, it might be only one every four or five years or even less than that. But footy, you just keep getting knocks. So it is a real concern, and the AFL having a crack at it, um, you know, $25 million are put into a study. So it's a, it's a massive story across all sports. Yep. A um, few SMSs coming through here. Boys, Nathan Fife has to be a smoky for the Coleman. That's from Frank. Uh, he's a 50-to-one mm. shot. Yep. Doesn't kick very straight, though. He gets the yips in front of goal, but he, he should get plenty of opportunities. And then I like these ones. Uh, take notes, Steve-O. Um, RSN segments are turning into the Western Bulldog <laughs> show. It's awful, Steve-O. Um, Blue Eyes, Tigers top two. You're kidding yourself. <laughs> hey, Blue Eyes, get Steve-O off. One more Bulldogs mention and I'll spew up. <laughs> Is that Terry Wallace? <laughs> yes. Uh, good on you, Steve-O. All good, Michael. And yeah, enjoy the footy Thursday night and we'll talk tomorrow. Will do. All right, Mark Stevens, RSN's AFL editor.